I can bring you in warm. Or I can bring you the podcast. I can never remember the title of the film. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That's the one. That was like, mm. was that not Naughties? That was 2010, I think. Mm. On the verge. I could isn't be it? wrong. I could be wrong. Great yeah. film. See, I've seen the first one. Film. You don't like it? No, I don't like it. I just think it's overrated. Oh, I love that film. Like, it should be a thing I love, but I just. I don't. It is 20. You're like overrated. Last and Song. I, I'm overrated. <laughs> Probably. You can't. You can't. Hit, you couldn't. That. You couldn't. Mate, you couldn't get a scoop in a flipping ice cream shop. Who, me or Bisbin? Bisbin. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> ah. Notorious. Also true. <laughs> you got this. You paint this picture that you're like stupid short. You're not that short. No, you paint this picture. <laughs> Has he not today, Bespin, on the group chat? No, I haven't at all, actually. That wasn't me. He was, he, I I up. it was me. It was me. I said that, like, because um, you asked me. Like, said you five said five you wish... Wow. And I was like, that, that hurt. That was a deep burn. Well, no, you said you wish Kevin was shorter. And I said, yeah, same, because then me and you don't look as short. Because we're 5'10 and, you know, 5'8. You being 5'8. Um, They're not. Yeah. It's not short, man. You're it's average crazy. You boys are crazy. So you know, it's know, heavy. So the plan is when we all meet up, like me and Nick, after we're like Air Force <laughs> Ones, we're gonna put heavy in some like like sailor shoes or something. Air Force um, Ones. They're high heels, mate. Flipping it. I can't. I can't. Mm. Yeah, mate. It worked for Prince. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, we were discussing that in relation to something, weren't we? The sugar babes. Oh, the, the chat's been going off today, boys. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, yeah, that was because uh, you said put Mary Elizabeth Winstead casting yes. into the uh, into the notes. Is this one of your scoops, Bespin, or is it not? No, this was a Hollywood Reporter one. One of the big lads. Um, yeah. I like her as an actress, um, from what I've seen her in, which is Fargo, where she met Ewan McGregor, who she's now, uh, I think she's, she engaged to him now? Partner. I don't know. As of um, uh, Wikipedia. You the mm. pop culture correspondent here, Bespin. Sorry. Yeah, well, she's been seen, I think they've got a child together now. Um, so yeah, I, I like her. Um, I don't know who she's playing. But there is rumours that uh, Hera is going to be in the Ahsoka series. And I could see her being Hera. Like, that's not often information, I know. It's just, like, I could see her, like, looking like Hera if they did the green makeup and, you know, for everything that needs to be on her. Yeah. Um, And I wouldn't be opposed to it, you know. Um, And I think it's a good cast in Ahsoka. You know, Rosario Dawson, Hayden, uh, Natasha, Leo Bordizzo. Uh, all great. No complaints about that. Overcast. And I know when that's filming, by the way. I'm just waiting on the code name. Oh, I'm getting I'll sick of this. Put it out. I'm getting what? sick of you keeping back <laughs> when they're filming. You, you do this, you like tease that you've got something. You and dangle you that carrot in front of us listen, so listen, much. Listen. Right. But then if I, if I tell people something, the code name, then that's more information. And that only helps then if people go location like scouting because 
look what happened with um the Kenobi thing at the pool, right? I I said I hear this coming at the pool in a couple of weeks, blah blah blah. And then when I sent like uh, like my friends to go and find out, there was a Joshua tree on the signs, and that's Kenobi's code name, so we identified it straight away. Same thing with Andor being Pilgrim and E and D Industries. So it all helps. You know? Yeah. Scott Pilgrim. I worked it in a tiger in. Um Fair enough. So yeah, I'm not being a knob. <laughs> I'm just, you know. And when you said man out and he nearly died in the forest. The, <laughs> that's one of the best <laughs> things that ever happened. He was gone for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the best things. That's one of the best things that's ever yeah. happened. Is our fr- is our dear friend Matt yeah. lost. Well, he wasn't great for Matt at the time. He, he, he lived, and you said yeah. that you're not being a knob. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not being a knob. No. Okay. <laughs> Listen, um, I, Matt just went a few days late. If he had gone when I told him to go, he would have found it. You know, um, and he wasn't up for diving in skips to go and retrieve um, some thrown away props. So. Fair, COVID was rife then, so I don't blame No, no, COVID was, wasn't rife then. COVID was alright. It was in the summer. Oh, sorry, was it, before, it was before 2020, was it? Was it? No, no, no. It was summer of 2021, um, when life was kind of normal in the UK. What, when the you Delta know? variant became, became, became no, a thing? Delta variant was before that, mate. COVID denier. Um, not COVID denier. I'm fully vaccinated. I'm boosted, everything. I'm good. Um. Mm. So I'm not a COVID denier, mate. COVID idiot. Yeah. Don't hear that very COVID much idiot. anymore, do you? You don't. Um. To do, this is kind of related to Star Wars. Do you remember I said that um, Emilio Estevez was fired from the Mike Zuck series because he refused to get vaccinated? Before. I don't. But go on. For the purposes well, of the they, conversation. Hold on. Yeah, hold they, on. Yeah. Let, wait. Wait. I'll edit. I'll edit. I'll edit. Yeah, I remember you saying that. What, what about it? Yeah. Well, they've hired Timothy Oliphant now as his replacement. <laughs> you know, Star Wars connection. No? Cool. You know, um, that one. <laughs> lost in that whole thing, really. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Just heard words. Mighty Ducks is, Mighty Ducks <laughs> is a, is a, is a boomer thing, right? Like, you should be familiar um, with Mighty yeah. Ducks. I just yeah. heard words. <laughs> so far today, he's mentioned Mighty Ducks and the Spice Girls. What's wrong with him? I think he's older than me. He also said Kanye was a more influential than Dr. Dre. No, I didn't say he You said Kanye. You Wild Talk Wednesday by Bespin. You said Kanye has had more of an influence than Dr. Dre, those we No, I said they probably have the same influence, but Kanye is No, you didn't. Producer. I'll pull up the text. Kanye, I've got the receipts. Kanye's a better producer. Um, I said he's better than I'm, Taylor Swift as a like as nope. an artist. Nope, nope, nope. Right. Listen, like, uh, we're not talking I'll about talk Taylor Wednesdays. Things. Where is this chat here? Um, Bob, scroll up. We were talking about uh, more. You said Kanye made more of an impact on culture and music than Taylor Swift, and I said that's fair. But then I said Dre made more of an impact than Kanye. And you went, yeah, now that's a good debate. And then you went on to bat all the way for Kanye because I knew you're on Dre, so I have to play the Kanye side. 
Nah, you're a Kanye fanboy, mate. I am a Kanye fan, but I also like Dr. Ray. I grew up listening to like 50 Cent, Eminem, Dr. Ray, all that stuff. That was like my childhood, Nick, eventually. You, you, didn't, you didn't chime in. What's your thoughts on this? I was working. I know, because I wanted you to talk about it later. So I, could I was in. working. I was working. I was still doing yeah, it. But I used my hands. Um, what was the <laughs> original accusation? As, as opposed to me and as opposed to me and Bespin, who just sit there and just think stuff. And yes, you do. And you both <laughs> know you do. <laughs> Go on, Dre or Kanye in terms of cultural <sighs> impact. Look, Kanye is more Dre. He's king of the, he's king of the memes. Oh, yeah, he's right. not, it's not just the for memes. The, for the, the word, I'm looking. Huh? You what? For the, for the culture. For the culture, yeah. But Kanye has just been... Uh, oh, blipping out, I can't think of the words. Kanye's for everyone, basically, do you know what I mean? But Dr. Dre is a little bit more just in the hip-hop lane. What are you saying? What are you saying? Kanye is more mainstream and other influential... I think more mainstream than Dre did. More culture, I suppose, isn't he? Yeah, than than Dre. Then Dre just had a big impact in hip hop. Yeah, it's like when it's like when Kanye and Fifty Cent had their their thing, didn't they? They had a they had a what do you call it? That was and Kanye won, didn't he? Basically, because Kanye appeals to all the yeah to the the pop. I think uh, yeah, I remember that day because it was this was coming out Fifty Cent's album and graduation. Yeah, they released it the same day. Yeah. Battle of the Bands. I remember going buying uh, 50's album because he was my guy back then. Um, and the fall off was was hard for 50. Like, you know, he hasn't yeah. had a hit in how many years now? Exactly. Probably since Baby by Me, I think, was the last one I can remember. Big you know, with Neo. Big tune. Um, the biggest question I've got, Bestman, is when did you ditch the chain? Listen, right? I ditched my chains when I was about 14, 15 years old, right? Wow, um, that old. Wow. Listen, I wasn't going to school in the chains, and I wasn't like that's crazy. Not even on your shirt. You won't have. You didn't have it under your shirt, so you could just yeah, flick no, it out if anyone no, no, asked. Nick, Nick, it wasn't little chains. It was like replica chains. Like... No, we're talking about big boy chains. Yeah, I'm talking about the chunk, the chunkers. Yeah, like replicas of chains. Like... Did you have a bracelet yeah. one as well? I did have I a mean, bracelet, but it was like, I think it was like a Tommy Hilfiger bracelet. It wasn't like. And you're telling me you stopped wearing these <laughs> circa 2010? Oh, 14, yeah. I was about 14. 2009, 2010 is when you stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What time? Convenient, what time? Conveniently, as soon as I ditched the chains, I had a girlfriend. So. Yeah, funny that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> No judgments if you choose to still wear chains, you do you. Um, uh, should we talk about this uh, today's episode of The Mandalorian? Yeah, it's great to have uh, yeah. The Mandalorian back after such a hiatus. Good Din John. Um, big Din. Back on the yeah. scene. I was not I expecting l- an entire Mandalorian episode. <laughs> <laughs> Neither was the thing is, heavy with this book, you can just go on, you know, different tangents. It's this just book, a different chapter. This, in book, book. this book went in a weird. It's like <laughs> someone slipped a leaflet in the middle of the book. Yeah. 
and you're like, oh, this is, this is actually... This is supplementary more. information. <laughs> yeah, like, this leaflet has a, a higher budget than the entirety <laughs> of the book. And it's put together really nicely. Ooh. And, uh, yeah, I really like the leaflet. Shame there's not more of that. Um, although I'm enjoying the book as well. You know? It was a nice dovetail into the Mandarin. No pun intended, you know, but it all, like, you know, interwebs nicely. Um... The theme music mashup, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That should have been the first indication that we were mm-hmm. just getting a Mandalorian episode. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting that he just reverted to form. You know. Yeah. Same. It, yeah, but he seemed a bit like I don't know, a bit harder. Like he, he I don't know. He, he he just reverted back to his old ways and. Is a bit more ruthless. Maybe that's way that's his way of coping with you know the departure of Grogu. You got to get paid somehow, you know, in this galaxy. Yeah, he needs to get paid. He needs a ship, so you know he needs to make money some way. Um, it can bring him in hot. He can bring him or in hot or bring him in cold. Um, wasn't that a line from the first season? It was first episode. I think first yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was fan service. For the right amount of fan service, uh, I think everything yeah. in this was the right amount of fan service. Oh, a lot of fans. Okay, yeah. Full disclosure, I absolutely loved it. So, um, yeah, I thought it was great. No, it was. It was I, I was fortunate thinking this is some of the best Star Wars we've had. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'd argue yeah. this this would be up there with one of the best episodes of The Mandalorian, actually. <laughs> it didn't. No, I'm not even joking. Like, if this was under a Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, yeah. This would be one of the best episodes for me. Um, Mm. There's no coincidence that some of my favourite episodes of The Mandalorian have been directed by Bryce Dallas Howard either, I don't think. No. Because during it, I was, was like, thinking... um, I thought this was the one that you said Filoni was directing. And I was like, oh, he's upped his game. I was like, he's really upped his game. Um, This Mm. is like... But at the same time, I was like, oh, it's deep Star Wars lore. It makes makes a lot of sense. But, like, this is much better than his other work. And then it said Bryce Dallas Howard. And I was like, oh, that's why it was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, as well, like... I I think everything that Robert Rodriguez does with this show is the worst of it. You know, like, you were given the keys to Bryce this week. And she's delivered on... Like the effects, the direction, like she's, yeah. But to be fair, obviously... this I, this wasn't a Boba Fett episode, so I no, can't but really. Like, this it's still the same writing team behind it. It's still John and Dave writing this one, you know. And it's Bryce is coming in to direct. The only difference is it's Robert Rodriguez isn't here for this. He's a showrunner, but his hands are less involved in this episode than they have been for obviously his own ones, and is his this... own episodes are the ones that people think are the worst, especially the third episode. Is this still um, the same dude doing the music as well? Yeah, it's Ludwig. It's not, it's not, no, no, it's not Ludwig. He, he's just done the, the, the theme song. Because um, I, was... I thought this was some of the best music we've had all all season as well. Mm. Um, it, it felt like a noticeable jump up. Um, the thing is, I don't know if you guys felt this way as well, but like, you know, um, the Tally Moto, I think is her name. You know, the mechanic. Um, mm-hmm. I've never liked her in the Mandalorian episodes. 
But in this one, I really liked it, and it almost felt like coming home in a sense. If I'm making any sense, like seeing Din go there and no, I get what you there, mean. Like it felt right. It felt this is where we should be, um, you know. And obviously, following that, we had like some great fans of this. With obviously the prequel ship being the end one, great army involved. It's my favorite ship in general, not because I, you know, leaked it. Like the things gonna pilot it, but it's generally my favorite ship in Star Wars. Mate, they flipping and, fast and, then, and furious, it man. That's that was my thought as it's going on because it's like a little <laughs> engine in the top. I was, I was like, like, family, come on! Like Vin could fit in this universe. <laughs> we need to bring Vin in. Um, <laughs> just have him be like a you know like a mechanic or something. It'd be it'd be, it'd be great. But just seeing then then take the N one and go bombing through the pod racing track from episode one yeah like, that was real nice touch that was great yeah that's for me and I think it was the, it's very much fan for this for me this week and and she just, mentioned the flux capacitor when she was a, a little mm-hmm. photo as well didn't she yeah yeah and they said like Naboo royalty and the queen um of Naboo Authorized these to be made, and you know, it's Queen of Madonna you know, herself. So <laughs> One of my favorite parts was when he started it up and he pushed the button, etc. That was just like waves of nostalgia I didn't even know I had for Anakin <laughs> using but that. Even, that yeah, even, console. Even like some of the sounds that like the ship was making as he was going through like the pod racing track sounded like mm. sounds from episode one. Like, it, yeah, it was it was genuinely great. Um, and just seeing how quickly things turned for Din, you know, he, he went back to his like little cult or wherever they are, because they always go to the cult like Bogotan, right? Um, and uh, yeah, like he's being back on side, makes Grogu a little bit of chain armor or something, and uh, little chain, yeah, little chain, Grogu with the drip, um, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> Like gets into a little fight with a chunky boy and uh, gets kicked out. <laughs> like he went through an ordeal this week. Um, it's an apostate. Yeah. yeah, it was it was great, man. Like you know everything about it was great. Like, even like you know him being what's his what's the chunky Mandalorian's name? Like Previsla is the one who, who made the Darth Vader. Tarvisla. Oh, oh, like, no, is, is it Tarvisla? No, I don't know. No, it's, like, it's not Pan, is it? The pants uh, as well. No, uh, no, but Count Dooku, like, then, Count Dooku, but it's him <laughs> then staking his claim. Like, okay, like, like you know, this my ancestors forged this. Like, I have a right to it, and it also gives us a lot of answers to um, Bo-Katan, where um, obviously Bo-Katan was just given the dark saber in Rebels by Sabine, and the yeah, armor here, like, you know. It's uh, kind of it's frowned upon to just be given it, given it, and uh, it usually comes uh, as a bad omen, and bad things follow, usually follow. And obviously, we've seen the purge happen, purge of Mandalore, following that. So, you know, perhaps there's a link there. Um, its name yeah. is Paz Vizsla. Before I get destroyed on Reddit, Paz Paz Vizsla. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. What, what do you guys want to say about the episode? Uh, well, Halo. Yeah, big Halo vibes. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. They look great. I was like, they straight okay. up just ripped Halo off. Um, cool with it. Um, uh, oh, okay. 
uh, I'm a big Disney Parks guy. Uh, mm. The the uh, when he got on that um, like space airplane thing. Um, yeah, his commercial flight. His mm. commercial flight. Uh, that droid is uh, straight up whatever the same. It's the same uh, droid as whatever uh, Rex from Star Tours. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also a DJ in uh, yeah. in uh, Galaxy's Edge. Did anybody see the little BD? Yes, I did see. Yeah, I did. Same one, or do we rethinking? You know, it just it just says BD droid in the subtitles and stuff. So I don't mm. know. Um, I don't think it's BD one. Um, probably not BD one gets like destroyed in a uh, Fallen Order sequel or something. We don't know yet. It's too early. So. Mm. So um, it's too early indeed. But uh, no, man, I think this is probably the best episode of The Book of Boba Fett. Um, I have a hard time calling it A Book of Boba Fett. That's, that's what it is. Though. We've got to stick to it. But even the plays, like next week, he's like he's off to go and find Grogu and Luke. <laughs> you know? Like, Will we see that? Be... I can't say. <laughs> <But> like... <laughs> oh, okay. You can't say. Okay. Hmm. So Let's just wait and start there. What do you What do you mean? Like, have I missed a conversation here? No, oh, it's just, it's, I've I, heard I it. Like, like I talked to people about it, and yeah, I don't know. Like, we could be seeing. I've it. heard a rumor. This is a scoop for me. Nick, yeah, I've heard a rumor. I'm gonna put it out on the internet. I don't even it's care. Been, it's been put out there before, like along with like. Scoop, I'm tell everyone about it. Yeah, Luke's turning up next week with Grogu, and that's it. Listen, Nick. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, think... it's just yeah. scoop fresh from Nick. Yeah, yeah, pirate radio, Nick. Yeah, yeah. this is yeah, a scoop what? for the internet here. Yeah, yes, yes, it's on the ones and twos. Rewind Selector! I'm gonna scoop for you this week, coming in next week on The Mandalorian. It's gonna be one night Luke. You can, can put that. You can put that out on the internet. <laughs> We're gonna have a good I bet you're gonna feel free to. Why are we still doing a podcast? We should be doing a radio, boys. <laughs> so far today, we've said we're Top Gear, and now I think we're, you know, people just do nothing. Well, there we go. Um, scores? Unless anyone's got anything else they want to say. I did think of something. Really want to see Boba Fett return yet? <laughs> like I'm, I'm quite happy. <laughs> just, because this felt right. This felt like being home. This felt like <laughs> how it's right. supposed to feel. Not just like the discourse every week of, oh, this Boba Fett episode was crap. Oh, I don't like to doing this, and then people from both sides people are loving the people that have issues like just screaming at one another everybody this week just felt you know all in tune and everybody was praising it and praising Bryce you know saying Bryce should get more work and do her own series she is good you should do what I do Bespin and just just don't don't just listen to that ears get rid of the Star Wars stuff from your Twitter feed I am literally a Star Wars account that's true uh, don't read your Star Wars podcast. <laughs> I don't really. We're not a Star Wars read, podcast. <laughs> I don't really read my like best and bulletin Twitter feed. I just read my um normal one, my private one. So like, 
I I'm looking forward to it. I was I was sad to not see Boba Fett. I'm gonna be that guy. I like Boba Fett. I like um, Boba Fett, but like it makes sense why there's seven episodes though. That's a really weird number. Um, mm. But it makes sense. Um, it's it, it, it's almost like this is Mandalorian season three in a way. You know, it's what it's but that's the thing, like, For a long time, people were calling this like Mandalorian two point five. So, and it makes sense. Like now. Collider, and I think some of the trades are calling it that. So, yeah, it, it does make sense. Can't wait to see that book. Whatever, get a book. You know, if there's a book in this, I'm gonna, mm. I'm gonna be the smuggest man alive. Yeah, I <laughs> hope that is just for for your sake. I hope there isn't. Why call it the book? I don't know. <laughs> because they're referring to all the Mandalorian episodes as chapters, right? So I'm assuming they're trying to say, like, oh, this is a separate book, you know? Yeah, but, but that's, DVDs that's kind of like had a... chapters. Don't ask questions, DVDs are yeah. relevant, you know? Why don't we call it the DVD of Boba Fett? Don't ask questions, yeah, just, there's no rules. They can do what they want, right? There's no rules, that's a good point. <laughs> Pretty sure there is rules. There's no rules. Nah, there's no rules. Nah, party there's literally down, no sure. rules. Uh, so, uh, scores? Ten. Uh, I think, did you say ten? Ten, yeah, easily, man. This was amazing. Did wow. you not think? <laughs> wow. Um, wow. <laughs> I just didn't expect somebody to scream ten, you know? Wow. Wow, it's ten, for sure. Come on, man. Come on. They were roommates. Oh, oh my god, they what, were roommates. What are you going for, Pev? Um... um I've given all the others. I, you know, I was thinking that nine would be like generous, but I can't. I gotta give it a nine. I dock it a point because it's not an episode of Boba Fett. So that's why I'm giving it an eight point five <laughs> because it's not an episode of Boba Fett. You know, like, it's it was fantastic. It was like it was refreshing because it was like a Mando episode where he like didn't have a fetch quest, and I really liked that. Technically, did have a fetch quest. He went and like got a ship. That's not a fetch quest. He wasn't do. He wasn't like I need that's to a, do this, camp- and then someone that's going. A yeah, that was a campaign mission. It wasn't like I need to do this. Can you help me? Yes, I can help you, Mando. But first, you must deal with this camp of thieves on the outskirts of the city. When did you he start doing business with Bane? It did become Bane by the end. Yeah. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I I. Personally, I'm preferring the episodic nature of the, of this series. Um, but do you think it's not a coincidence that all the good episodes are the ones that Rodriguez isn't involved in? Like, that he isn't directing? Maybe. I, I, you know what? I didn't hate the Vespers, so I'm not the person to ask. Yeah, but it's like, Bryce has had a lot of, sure. lot of um, experience now with the volume, right? And she knows how Star Wars TV is supposed to work. Whereas Rodriguez... He had one episode with the volume, and he's obviously primarily a, a movie director. Um, I don't think he's done a TV show. Whereas Bryce, obviously for two seasons of Mando, she's that's all she's done essentially. I don't blame so, the guy think, for. I don't blame the guy for trying new stuff. I think if there's a second season of Boba Fett, I don't want Rodriguez to be <laughs> Um I wouldn't mind him being on as a producer. I think Rodriguez is really good at the action stuff. But there's not been a lot yeah, but, of that. Yeah, but the thing, the thing is, like, the good 
action in this show has been without Rodriguez. And it's because I think when he does do the action, like the speeder bike chase, like I mean, like when I say it, when I say action, I mean the the like the the fight stuff, the the fighting stuff. I think he's good at evoking. I, th- I don't think he's that bad. I think he's good at. I think he's good at directing Tamara Morrison. I think that's probably why he got the gig. I like Tamara Morrison's performance so far. Um, I think his episode. I think people don't. I think the reason that people don't like the Vespers is because they look out of place, and they're Vespers. I don't think oh, it's no, that, that bad. Yeah, but today they were just started in the butchers. For me, I was like, "This is literally in the butchers." You know what I mean? I'm so lost. What the what the flip are you talking about? You, you said, said the um, started in the butchers, and he was in the butchers or something. Yeah, you said about things looking out of place at the start of this episode. That was probably like you know the only thing that took me out of the universe. It's like they were just in a, like in a oh, butchers. In the bu- really. Oh, in the but oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mind that he was in the butchers. So it's just like, could you not feature it up a little bit? Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, literally what? just in the butchers. Hello, love what you want. I'm going to have a barbecue. Can I have some sausages? Bang of the mash in there. Do you want nice barbecue oh, packs? I want a nice bit of. That's a bit of sirloin, do you know what I mean? A bit of ramp. Oh, I love it. Cheers, baby. I'll tell you what you got to do is you got to leave that sirloin. Hello, a toothy. Let it come up to room temperature for two hours, all right? And you get a good steak, right? Well, you've got to make sure you season it as well before and nice, like, leave it marinated for overnight. Trust me, it's gonna yeah, be banging. Yeah. Only salt, though, only salt because you know, pepper burns, so only salt. It's got to be that do rock salt butchers? as well, do you know what I mean? <laughs> they have butchers like that where you, where you live. They've got to be really. They don't sound like you obviously, like, accent wise. But yeah, there's, like, I think there's two butchers. In, they give like, all the advice in the world on how to cook your meat. I don't go well. to the butchers. Oh, oh dear, you're one of them. Don't. I don't. What, what are you <sighs> doing? Here? What do you mean? Like, because I don't. What do you butchers. mean? What do you mean? <laughs> you're an adult. Cook like... your own meals. Go to the butchers. You know, support the local support businesses. See, exactly. Support the local businesses. You get better quality as well. Oh mate, mate do, do you know how much mate. water they pump into that crap in Tesco's and stuff? Mate, if I'm up Asda, I'm just gonna get what I need in Asda. Like, I'm not gonna come back and do like another round of shopping. Choosing yeah. Asda's. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair play. Um, three new Star Wars games. Oh, before we go there. So you didn't give your say... scores either. Yeah, we did. We did. So I, I gave on, it a obviously. nine. Bestman gave it an eight point five. Right, well, go on then, carry on. Oh, last week we mentioned, um, I think Pevy asked, he asked about Lego Star Wars, and the day after, um, it was announced that it's coming out on April the 5th. That looks um, amazing, that game. I wonder, mm-hmm. I worry they have put way too much into it, but I'm going to enjoy it anyway. But it came out, didn't it? Like, I think the same day that, I think people being blackmailed there, um, like to work overtime, and I think there's some issues with um, some female staff being treated wrongly. And a, a lot of crunch, so you know it's not great. Like from the sound of how this game is being made, um, yeah, it doesn't sound great. Um, Without wishing know. to take anything away from that, how? Mm-hmm. I'm so glad there's mumble mode. 
I'm not gonna use mumble mode. I'm I'm just not. But then you're not gonna I use mumble heard... mode. Are you crazy? No, but I've, I've also heard how um. Is Daniel Logan crazy? Did... Daniel Logan does the voice of Boba Fett in this, and he sounds dreadful. So maybe I will use mumble mode. Mate, mumble mode, mode looks insane. It looks great. Lego Star Wars looks great. And again, scoop confirmed. So it's coming out in April. Boom, April fifth. Could get delayed, but you know, who knows? So, just want to do a little lap around, Pep. You know, um, people are giving yeah. me crap. And this week we we've had a few, right? You know, Lego Star Wars, the M1 Starfighter being piloted by Din. And here we are. So now you can move on to respawn. Respawn, um, new Jedi game. Uh, oh, three, new... three new games. Yeah, one of them's a Jedi game. I said oh, well, new Jedi. Jedi game. Uh, the other one, don't tell me, is uh, it's like a real-time strategy game, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a strategy game. And the other one is a first-person shooter. Well done. Yeah, you got all three. Round of applause, please. Well done, Heavy. Well done. Well done, Bev. Round of applause. Round of applause. It's cool, isn't it? We're happy about it. I'm excited about it, man. Like, Respawn doing a first-person shooter for Star Wars. They make Titanfall. They made Titanfall. They made Apex. And they did the original uh, Modern Warfare 1 and 2. So. Did they really? Yeah, well, all that team, Mm. the Infinity War team who did Modern Warfare 1 and 2, um, they left and became Respawn. That's why uh, Modern Warfare 3 was a bit of a pain to make, because obviously they, I think they left around that time. Um, and that's why the Infinity Ward games since haven't been as good. Um, we go. But yeah, that's a Microsoft Studio, actually. You should, um, you should uh, show it some yeah. respect. Not, not just yet. They're not a Microsoft Studio just yet. You know? No, they're not, and that's very, that's very clear to say. <laughs> Do you think that's going through? I don't know. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, I'm so positive cool. that that's happening. I'm I'm glad that there's more games being made of different types. But just, like think about how many Star Wars games are going on. Like no, we complained for years about the Latin games coming from EA. Like we have Lego Star Wars coming in two months. We have Jedi Fallen Order sequel probably at the end of the year. We have Star Wars Eclipse, which is problematic, and I hope it doesn't happen. But whatever, it's being made. We got Knights of the Old Republic remake. We've got two more from Respawn as well in development. An open and, uh, world, Ubisoft. yeah, the open world Ubisoft one. We got like seven games coming. So, That's good, did man. you say I... no one complained that there was no Star Wars games coming out? No, we all complained. No, we all complained. Oh, yeah, thank goodness for that. I was like, what? Um, I'm <laughs> yeah. glad that they're all like different types as well. Like, I'm glad there's um, I mean, there being a new first-person shooter will, will make people happy. The Battlefront Three guys happy. The people that want that, I think um, the fact that there's like a real-time strategy game as well is big because developed by the people that did the XCOM games. Yeah, I think that's I think that's like I think that's really good because it's a slightly more niche genre. But in my opinion, that was always sort of the best thing about LucasArts is they make games of all sorts of genres. Oh no, like, this, em- is, this is cool. this that's that's fantastic and like Empire like, at War is like beloved, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's mass market did, appeal, isn't there? The thing is, though, Pev, you just mentioned Empire at War. The guy that's overseeing the strategy game worked on that game. 
Like wow. that dude who's obviously in the strategy game worked on Empire at War. He worked on the Force Unleashed, a bunch of Lego games, the original Battlefront Two, I think. So, oh and no, arguably no. one of the best parts about that was the. Uh, the Galactic oh, yeah, I got that wrong. Oh, I got that okay. wrong. I'll take it. Original back. Battlefront Two, the Lego games, and Force Unleashed was worked on by the guy doing the first version shooter. So. Oh, hot damn, son! Yeah. So. Why is it taking so long? Isn't respawn EA? Respawn is EA. So why um, didn't they do this before? Because I think respawn has been expanding over the years. Originally okay, they were just like one team, and then they became, you know, they did Apex and they did the Star Wars, Star Wars Jedi stuff, and they just expanded from there. So that's this what like com- dice though. This is this is why is competition removed. is good. Dice is completely removed from it now. Like Battlefield 2042 was a failure. Um, still got problems, and they're just moving on to another battlefield now. I saw that, um, that battlefield, right? Bear in mind that came out what November? November, yeah. Right, it's three months old. I saw someone post on Reddit that that was in the bargain bin bit for four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. That's rough. That's very rough. Can you imagine working on that game and that being the case like for three for months? Battlefield's meant to be like a like a three or four year cycle, isn't it? Like of people playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, mate. It's, I don't know what happened there. I think I, I wonder if Battlefield's starting to die because this one was a failure, and the one before this was a failure. So, you know, they haven't had a good Battlefield game since 2016 with Battlefield One. Um, well, Sony, Sony better hope they start making good ones. Am I right? <laughs> Oh, only only first-person shooter available on PlayStation. Am I right? <laughs> Are we gonna? Well, do you want me to mention the, the Call of Duty thing? Is that is that what you set me up for? <laughs> no, I don't care. I don't. I don't care. You. Like, I, I was. I was. I was. I was offered an Xbox the other day, Series X, for three hundred pounds, and I turned it down. Mate, you should have taken that. It's a bargain. It wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad you should, offer. You should have told Nick about it. Yeah, thanks, mate. I thought you want a PlayStation, Nick. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he didn't tell Nick. So, yeah, I do. <laughs> the, the tone of his voice. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, the good thing about all these games being developed is it's not like when Squadrons came out and we were like, there's literally no other Star Wars game for us to play. You know, so... And only Nick out of the three of us bought it. <laughs> so. I feel like Squadrons is almost the start of this. Um, we're going to just be doing a lot more games. Um, it's almost mm. unfortunate the timing of that. Because from what I understand, the people that love that game really love that game. So, uh, apparently, Miles Morales is rumoured for Spider-Man 4. Yes, the rumour going around now is the, they're apparently going to introduce Miles in, in Spider-Man 4. Um and it's, I think Peter's going to be mentoring him in it. Like, it's going to be him. Uh, because oh, he's still at like, his lowest, right? Nobody remembers him. So Peter's kind of passing the mantle. But I think it's all set up for <clears throat> probably the fifth or the sixth film in that trilogy, right? Where I don't think they'll kill Peter off. But I think he'll get his happy ending with MJ. So. I wish they... I want to see Miles as much as anyone. Um mm-hmm. I'm not ready. Do you not think this is the right time? No, I don't. I I think we should let him have one film on his own, for goodness sake. 
Um, well, you know, it might not be a big thing. You know, Miles might not get bitten by the spider in Spider-Man 4. That could be the fifth one, you know? Um, if they're setting up to, like, leave everything to Miles. You know, Peter could mm-hmm. outsee the trilogy, but... <laughs> no, yeah, I know, but I like don't want him to. I don't think he's in a position to start mentoring someone else yet. No, I don't think he is either. Um, maybe maybe if I we meet know. him, maybe if he shows up in this one like, as a cameo. Yeah. yeah. Like that, I think Miles Morales would be a good post-credit scene for the next film. <laughs> like we get the casting for Miles Morales. Um, yeah, I like that idea, and that sounds like a great idea. I want yeah you want what I just want I just want to I just want a Peter a small scale Peter film I I hope we get it I I think you know 4 is the best place to do it and I hope they bring a black hat and you know do some smaller sort of villains Um, Kingpin is in this universe now put him in in the film maybe you know not as the main villain but as a villain so yeah I wouldn't mind even if he was the villain I think that'd be a good villain for Spidey something completely Mm. different he's fought like the big crazy guys just like having to deal with like a crime ring that would be class I wouldn't mind if it opens up and was like he deals with Kingpin sort of like the Spider-Man PS4 game Um, and then later on he fights something you know bigger a bigger threat because Kingpin as well at that point we might get a little bit of burnout because he's gonna be in the Echo show um which films this year and then he's probably going to show up in some other stuff because they plan to use daredevil a lot in these marvel tv shows so you gotta imagine you know wilson fisk isn't too far behind and i don't want like this mm. you know yeah yeah i, I want because he's fisk is supposedly the main villain in echo is that correct mm-hmm. yeah i hope that they don't use him up there yeah, I think I think his I think uh, D'Onofrio's Fisk deserves the big screen. I, I do too. I do too. And I'd, I'd like to see Charlie Cox's Daredevil uh, do something on the big screen. I know we just got Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, but I want to see him suit up as Daredevil on the big screen in something. So, um, do you want to go on to our end of year things? End of years. Yes. Uh, yeah. Good idea. Uh, Nick, end of year film list. Do you want to go first? No, because I haven't got them written down on order. You go first. Okay. Uh, does it? Uh, is it meant? I've got I've got ten right. So do you want me to go through? My yeah, you go. Five, we get to yours. Five. Yeah. Do, so I'll jump do, in do, at do, five. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's you and Pear only got five down. Yes. Um, you know, I'll just go through my my like latter five. Um. So at ten, I have King Richard which is the Will Smith movie about being uh, the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Um, I think that Will Smith is, gives his best performance in years in this movie, and um, he is definitely up there for Oscar consideration, um, as is the film, I'd argue. Um, personal bias is I want Andrew Garfield to win the Oscar for Best Actor, but I will not be mad if Will Smith gets it because he's great in this movie. Um, at number nine, I have Candyman. Uh, it was a genuine surprise. I'm not a horror fan necessarily. Um, not a big fan of the original Candyman, but um, what it says about the culture and the social climate and 
uh, legacy is quite profound and yeah I'd highly recommend it Nia DaCosta uh, she directed it she's directing the Marvels you know the Captain Marvel sequel and that gives me a lot of hope and anticipation for that movie um, at 8 I have Judas and the Black Messiah which I've already done a full Bob review on early last year so I won't talk about it too much but you can just go back and listen to that um, number 7 would, will surprise I think both of you uh, I have Spider-Man No Way Home at 7 um, we have spoken at length about that movie um, so yeah uh, I uh, can't say too much about that one uh, no. at number 6 we have Come On Come On starring Joaquin Phoenix um, it's about a Joaquin Phoenix is his uncle of this child and he has to look after him for a certain number of time and whilst his mother is dealing with his father who's having a mental breakdown and it's about you know how the kids see the world the bond in between Joaquin and the child and you know even I think it, it really did speak to me um, as somebody who doesn't have children but I think it would speak to people who obviously do a lot more um, so that's my latter five um, I'll move over to you, Pierre, now for your fifth films. Uh, Nick, do you want to go first? It is The Eternals. Oh, nice. I, I quite yeah. enjoyed it. I didn't, think I didn't it mind it. Nah, agreed. It was okay. Good parts and mm-hmm. bad parts. It wasn't a complete disaster. Mm-hmm. Pierre, what's your fifth? Um, I'm probably going to chuck in uh, Justice League here um, it's a credit that Zack Snyder made it since we've done oh, the mix a lot <laughs> it, trust me some serious humble pie was eaten when we watched that film um, it was good yeah, do you want to say much about it? Uh, no, it was weird it was sort of it was it holds a sort of weird place in my heart because it was it was sort of smack bang during the winter lockdown last last year wasn't it it was March yeah March yeah so it was sort of a different time um but it was uh, I look back fondly on on that on that Mm -hmm. film uh when I watched it you were like very hyped when we talked about it yeah Um, yeah I I, don't get me wrong I don't have a massive desire to chuck it on (laughs) just because it's so long but I thought it was really good um cemented Ben Affleck as your favourite Batman right yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, Ben Affleck is my favourite Batman, which is, still feels weird to say. Um, but um, I yeah, some other I people just, do that. To be fair, it, I think it, people need to give more credit. I don't think he's that bad. Have you no, seen the Snyder Cut, Nick? I've seen um, what other films are you in? I've seen him in. I think I've just watched it on YouTube, and I think yeah, it's Batman. I think I don't think he's too bad. He he's very he comes across very warm in this. Um, I'm not one of these guys that thinks Batman just has to be a cold-hearted, stone cold. He he does a good job of almost being the Batman that's in the Arkham games. Yeah, he's, he's a lot more. He's a lot closer to that. It's the contrast to what he is in Batman vs Superman as to what he is in the Justice yeah. League. Yeah, you know, he's very good. The film, the film's good. The the Flash sequence, I loved. I thought it was really good. 
Ooh. when he saved um, saved the girl. I thought his whole little scene there was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and they they completely redeemed um, what's his name? Cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah, completely redeemed that character because I was just not fussed mm-hmm. by him at all before. Um, it's, it's it was great. It was great. It was four hours long, oh. but didn't care. So yes. Yeah. That's testament. It was, it was green. Uh, my number five is Red Rocket. You told me the lead actor of this is from Vine, right, Pervy? I think you told me before. Did I? Yeah, I think you said. Um, but it's, it's a good film. It's a small like indie film. Um, and it centers on this one guy who is a former porn star and he's uh, gone into some trouble and so he's returned back to his hometown with his ex-wife. And he's basically trying to hustle people and just get by so he can make enough money to go back to Hollywood and continue his life. And he seems to be really hung up and, you know, fantasizing about his old life before he was beaten up, broke, and cast away in this, like, throwaway town. Um, you know, I, I know I'm not over, overly selling this film. It sounds quite boring probably to you guys, but um, if you do see it on, just check it out. It is fun. The movie starts with him on the bus listening to Bye 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 by NSYNC and at that moment I knew I was in for a fantastic time and by the end of the movie that song comes back around in an absolutely hilarious scene which I don't want to spoil just in case people want to go and see it. Um, so yeah, that's my number five is Red Rocket. Uh, Nick, what is your number four? Good question. Uh, the French Dispatch. I'm shocked that that's on your list. Really? Yeah, well, it's got to be on the list considering one of the five films I saw this year, so. <laughs> Fair enough. Because you wasn't super soul on that film when we spoke about it. Uh, it wasn't one of his greatest. Have you seen it yet, Pevy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think of it? I don't think we actually got your review of it, did we? It's it's higher on my list than it is yours. <laughs> really? Wow. Enjoy it. I don't think it's greatest. Wow. I did shocked. enjoy it. If this one's at number one on Pavy's list, I'll be shocked. Oh, if what? It won't if be it's number it's... one. We all know what's number one. Do we? <laughs> part of the thing is Fast and Furious, and I'm part of me thinks it's Spider-Man. So. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave you in suspense. Well, it's your number four now, Pav. My number four? Um... Oh, I think I've painted myself into a corner here. Probably coming to America. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to leave this podcast now. What a stinker. <laughs> I think I'm actually going to put June here. Oh, wow, I did watch that. I've watched six films. Sorry, number six for me would be coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put June here. Um, I enjoyed June. I, I, I'm not on the hype train that everyone else is. Um, just because to me it felt more like a prologue than an actual. I need to see what the second one's like. I, if I think if the second one's poor, then this one won't hold up. Um, that's just me. Um, but it was still very enjoyable. Um, it was different sci-fi. It was new sci-fi. I'm glad it did well. Um, <laughs> great performances. Enjoyed it. So I'm sure you guys are going to talk about that more. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four is uh, later. My number four is the card counter starring Oscar Isaac. Um, it, this film gave me dry vibes. Um, Oscar Isaac is, as stated, a card counter, and he goes around America um, just making money 
you know, cheating the system. And but you know, there's something underlying in him. There's something beneath the surface, which, which is you know reminiscent of Drive to me. Um, because there's something sinister and evil there, and keeping references to his past life before um, doing what he does now. Um, and again, it's a movie I don't want to spoil because there's not a lot of quote-unquote plot in there. Um, just like the movie Drive, where you just say he's a driver, he, you know, he does stunt work, he's a mechanic, and he falls in love with a girl. Um, and what he do to save her? Um, yeah, I'd recommend the Car Counter. It's a long film. It's a slow burn, so I know it's not going to be for everybody. I think um, critics loved it, but audiences gave it like forty percent on tomatoes. So I know it's going to be divisive for people if they watch it. Um, it's not something I'd recommend to either of you, but there's probably somebody out there that wants to see it. So that's my number four: the Car Counter. Um, Nick, what is your number three? Controversial. Spooderman. Spooderman. Why is Spooderman so far down? I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was amazing. There you go. Mate, if, if stuff's in your top three, come on. No, I know. It's a joke. Everybody's like on Twitter is like, Spider-Man is the best one there. It has to be number one everywhere. So. No, don't worry. Not, don't... It's number three. It's high. <laughs> It's very it's high. high. <laughs> it's pretty high. Yeah. I like, yeah, I liked it. That, that's it. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next for me is going to be. Uh, I think when we get to this point, it's like they're all on the prayer. This is going to be Fast Nine. I loved Fast Nine. I had such a good time. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was the culmination of just a a beautiful period, a beautiful awakening within me, if you like. Um, I adored it. I absolutely loved it for all of its ridicule. We it's were doing so, so well. dumb. It's so dumb. But you can't honestly. I'd be hard pressed to say I've had a better time in the cinema this year, like in terms of pure fun. Um, Fair. So, so I guess we know what's number one on Pevy's list now, because <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was going to be that or Spider Man. Um, so, there we go. I'm glad you, I'm glad you're representing the family in this list. I love it. Man. I'm not. <laughs> it's cr- it's crap, so crap. But yeah, it's so it's good. crap. Um, my number three is Tick Tick Boom. It's a film I keep begging Pervy to watch. And, and I still haven't done it. Refuses, even though I know he'll love it. I don't refuse. I just haven't got around to he it. I'm not refusing it. And, you know, Andrew Garfield is in it. He's incredible. It's a great story. The songs are really, really well done. Yeah. And that's how I sell it to people. Everybody has told to watch Tick Tick Boom. They haven't watched it, right? But other things I recommended, like this show Yellow Jackets, I said to a lot of people, this is a good show. People checked out and I was like, oh no, you were right. Maybe your recommendations aren't garbage. Um, which is what Pevy thinks of my recommendations. Because he also refuses you know, to listen to the What are you talking about? What are oh, you no, talking about? You were right. I've never you said I've never said that your recommendations are garbage. I just haven't got round to it. He also refuses to listen to Dawn FM, you know? Just I don't refuse to listen to that either. I just would rather <laughs> listen to other stuff. 
<laughs> I find the weekend's voice slightly annoying. All right, I said it. I've not wanted to say that because I know you love him. You're like a fan. I don't want to. I don't upset you, but I find him quite irritating. Okay. Brave be, man. The amount of stuff I throw at you about Taylor Swift, you, there should be like no consideration of what you think of the weekend. You should just <laughs> rip him. Oh, I, yeah. I maintain folklore is a masterpiece. I love that album. And do you wanna fight me? Do you wanna catch these hands? Busy, I'll uh, find yeah. you in the streets. Oh, sorry. Uh, song two, or number two on the list is Shang Chu. Oh, I think nice Shang Chu was great. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's a good song. I, mean, I think good. people don't give that enough credit. Yeah, no, it's uh, very well shot. Um, it actually looks quite different to like the usual Marvel stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's fresh. Yeah, I think Shang is really good as a character. Like, I love I his relationship him and Aquafina. That's really good. Mm, and I, like and I can't wait for the second one. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. He's I, got um, ten rings. So you know, he's got ten rings. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bossing no, out. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, it's on your list. Um, are there actually are there actually ten rings in that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Ten rings. okay, so there being ten rings is reasonable, but there being a book in Boba Fett isn't. Okay, just saying. <laughs> yeah, but the ten rings like a part of like. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, uh, so, it was, why it are you was... putting it at two? Why am I putting it at two? I loved mm -hmm. it. I thought it was amazing. Uh, it's Wes Anderson being his most Wes Anderson. So I, oh, I was. Like he really did outdo himself this time, I think. You know, some people are like, uh, I'm a guy, right, that takes the mick out of Christopher Nolan, leaning in on yeah. his Nolanisms, and I take the mick out of Nolan fans. Being mm -hmm. like, the guy's amazing. He's a genius. And I'm fully aware that I'm exactly the same <laughs> for Wes Anderson. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, the guy can do anything and I eat it up. Um, because I like him for what he is. Um, yeah, I really enjoy it. I thought the format was good. It was a masterful way of handling a massive ensemble cast. That being said, I hope he doesn't have quite so big a cast in his next film. But... Yeah, absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, my number two is Licorice Pizza. Um, it's, again, a small intimate story. It's about a, a young up-and-coming actor who falls in love with a girl that's um, quite a bit older than him. And it's just about how that story plays out over the course of like several years. Um, it's quite funny, quite comedic. Um, She's but from Hime, isn't she? She is, yeah. Um, and I didn't know she was an actress, but she pulls it off very well um, in this. And I wouldn't be surprised if she gets an Oscar nomination for her work. I wouldn't be surprised if the film does as well. Um, I'm going to rush through this one because I got a buggy. But yeah, um, if you haven't seen Licorice Pizza, please go and see it. Um, yeah, but the, yeah, I don't want to say too much about it. Again, with these small films, like I feel like I can't say much because there's not a lot to say in them. Whereas like the big blockbusters, like this. A lot more yeah, it's like it's like when you describe what Succession's about <clears throat> to people, and everyone's like, "I'm watching mm. that." Yeah. Um, 
Number Give one. Give us your number one, Besmin, so you can go if you want and we can finish off. No, it's alright, I'll finish off with you lot. But uh, number one for me, I'm assuming it's the same for you, Nick, which is Dune. Why I, man? Why I, man? Can't even see, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's incredible. It's flipping incredible. Yeah, I think, I think we've said, me and you in particular, have said all we can on Dune for the past several months. Yeah. You've gone and seen it like three times, right? Including IMAX. Um, yes. I've seen it three times as well. Not an IMAX, unfortunately. And yeah, man, they, it was a film I was obsessed with when it came out, and I still think about it now. Like, I still want to read the books. I want to go more into that world. I'm super yeah. excited for. I for get the, the music stuck in my head. That little. Yeah. I love it. But it's, it was so beautifully shot. Like the performances are incredibly done. And, um, yeah, I think Denis Villeneuve is like one of the best filmmakers of our time at the moment, and. You know, you just go from strength to strength, and I, I believe that you'll deliver on um, the second part of Doom. I think so. Be I think it'll be all that action. He is in that category uh, of Wes. Well, no, I suppose it's just his own thing, and it's the same with all the others: Wes Anderson and Christopher Nolan. They've all got their own styles, and they so you can just tell it's when it's one of his films. It's the same as yeah. Well. I think I think with Denis though, like you know, opposed to Wes and like Nolan, um, his films are a bit more diverse in terms of like. The genres and I think it goes through. Um, like you watch something like Enemy or Prisoners, and those films are far cry from Blade Runner and mm, um, and, and Dune. Whereas, and you know, I've, which are all very similar. Yeah. Um, Sorry, mate. But like, he's I just said Arrival. Yeah. Um, is, he, is he trying to do a funny? He's trying to do a funny, but it's not working. Um, <laughs> I mustn't. I mustn't say anything bad about Dune. About you know how Dune. you feel about Spider Man, and everyone's saying Spider Man should be first. That's kind of how I feel about Dune. I feel like That's I've committed enough. sacrilege. I feel That's like I've committed sacrilege yeah. by not putting Dune first amongst the uh, That's fine. Amongst That's the nerd what you... community. Amongst That's, the nerd community. Yeah. Go on, Pev. What's your number one? It begins with an S. Mm -hmm. Space Jam. <laughs> a new legacy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm serious, man. I can't remember if you liked that film or not when you watched I it. I loved Space Jam. I thought it was amazing. What are you talking about? No, it's, uh, it's yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. We don't need to talk about it. Um, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy Andrew Garfield can do interviews about this film now. And I've listened to like a bunch of them. You know, he's so happy. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh, crap. before we finish up, I thought we were done. We had one more thing left. Oh, um, what? what now? Results. Oh, no one cares about um, that. Just end this flipping show for goodness sake. People do care about it. People do care about it. You know? No one cares. Basically, no one gives a crap. People message about that. You know, yeah, end the, the show right now, Pevy. Pevy, just make Craig leave now. Bomb. <laughs> Nick had 355, I had 383, so I've won, and we're going to do the new Bob Fantasy League next week, I think. I'm just annoyed that I lost. You won. Congratulations, Bespin. Have you decided on your Funko Pop that me and Nick have to buy for you? No. Because <laughs> they're not out yet. Like I was going to say the Spider-Man ones, but they're not out yet. So, well, you, you have a week to redeem the voucher. <laughs> I yeah. have a week to redeem the voucher. That is not <laughs> 
congratulations. I'm shocked I didn't win, to be honest. Um, you cheated. Was... Who cheated? I cheated. No, Bespin. Oh, right. Oh, I was going to say. You did anything but cheat. I chose minions as my wild card. It's the opposite <laughs> of cheating. <laughs>